show, man. Alive, it's alive, it's alive. Ladies and gentlemen, do not panic. The casuals have once again seized control of the interwebs. You're here voluntarily. Don't ever forget that. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. For Sunday, the 18th of July, 2010, this, apparently, is Casually Hardcore. Put your pad on, Grail. I am. It's it's warm and close. Uh-huh. I am no wise. I'm Iolite. You're, you're a drone. I'm Gwenora. And I'm Daxa. And Grail has been Corrupted. assimilated. Applified. <laughs> <laughs> you you come into my home. Yep. <laughs> you eat my You eat bagels. my food, you drink my beer, <laughs> and you bring this. I know. This thing into yeah, my house. I, I know. And I you fondled know. this thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly. I, I touched it begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Gently in the morning. We're already making references to last night's party. Okay, we're off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> Flying. We're going to be laughing the rest of you. Yeah. ain't going to know what the hell we're oh, talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I'm reminded of the family guy when he was playing the... Oh God! There was a song he kept playing, "Surfing Bird," and he's like, "Why?" Well, and then he lost his record. He goes, "Well, I did what I normally do. I woke up in the morning. I made love to the record, and then I, <laughs> and then I went about my day. So you know, I woke up in the morning, I made love to the iPad, and then you know, came over here." <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay then. Oh my God. Yeah. Grail, so, um, uh, Grail got himself an iPad. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a pad. I wouldn't. It's I wouldn't bulky. exactly say Grail got himself an iPad. Grail was oh. gifted. An Gra- iPad. Grail was gifted an iPad yeah. by family. <laughs> by mom. Mom, who is awesome. Yeah. How long has your family hated you? <laughs> this is hate. <laughs> Keep it coming. Um, Beyond the hate. And, and darling. You already know that the iPhone and the iPad and things like that are in my future. So, um, is this going to be like War of the Roses or something as I start bringing this technology in? It'll be like, deal with it. I like it. (laughs) I'm so low. (laughs) So anyway, if you're joining us live on the air, you should also be participating in... The IRC chat. Come to vtwproductions.com, click on the chat button at the top of the screen and choose text chat. Or alternately, you can point your favorite internet relay chat client software at irc.quakenet.org and choose the pound and or corned beef hash, as Octail would say, VTW channel. We are also doing the tiny chat thing today. If you want to do the video thing, you can come to tinychat.com slash gnomewise, G-N-O-M-E-W-I-S-E. The password to both to get into the channel and to broadcast is we are versus exclamation point. All lowercase, no spaces, we are versus exclamation point. We will point and we will laugh. We have people over. Yes. And they're learning the difficulty of, of, of dealing with our, our child. 
Actually, we got quite a lot going on there. Before I forget, though, yes. let me tell you, in that IRC channel, we have the Barry Vaughn Awesome. Also, nice. in nice Tiny hat, Chat, bro. with a nice hat on a nice hat, um, <laughs> which is all covering up the epic beard. I don't know why he has to wear the clone trooper helmet to cover up the epic beard. No, Mod is Yahoo wants his look back. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> very nice. Roadblock and Palisades are visiting. Uh, minding, Along with one of the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. One of the four horsewomen right. is with us. And, and, and which one is Do she? Do we know in? which one this one is? She is Pestilence. 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 Okay. And Arch Nemesis is being tended by Palisades right now. Mm-hmm. Dex is very jealous. Nemesis is currently <laughs> finding every loud toy he can find <laughs> and activating them. I just loved he was on his computer and had been relatively quiet. To right as we started, Hit he the found microphone like button. the yeah, 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 yeah. Was like battle station, battle station. <laughs> Why do you have that button? <laughs> I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, it was. It really is that that the closer you get to airtime, the louder it gets in your home. Oh, hell getting, yeah. As you're getting ready to broadcast. There's a reason why I don't use condenser mics. Funny. <laughs> and, and this is not a euphemism for being pregnant, Gwenora is tending a wort. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes. yes, we are brewing beer as we are speaking. Brew, beer be brewing on the stove even as we speak. Yeah, 30, 35 minutes into boiling the wort. I think you forgot a drop-in. Actually, I should wort. say we have 35 minutes left. We're 10 What drop-in? Dengit alert! Oh, but of course. Yes. <laughs> As usual, we enter flamingly fast into our first segment known as Tangent Alert! Where we talk about all manner of interesting things like the headphones falling off the back of (laughs) (laughs) I turned around to check to make sure that the wort wasn't boiling over all all over uh, Nomenio's stove. Which we appreciate because that stuff... Oh, it's a (laughs) sticky, gooey mess to clean up because I've done it. I did, that, I did that on one of my first... Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Remember that on, a radiant so on a radiant cooktop, it was just you, you know, you just... You, yes, I'm aware. Just <laughs> shut up. Just, just make give it, it to our <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to do just wow. So Dr. Evil thing to you. You remember the scene in X-Men where they talk about, you know, once you get adamantium synthesized, you've got to keep it hot, because once it solidifies, it's indestructible. That describes work as well. <laughs> yes, it is. Do not let it harden for the love of God. <laughs> You guys are so screwed. You're just like, God, what are we going to give it? The anti-Viagra? I mean, please. Well. You just set yourself up. I'm picturing the drop-in, and all I'm going to say is, my God, just don't let it harden. stop talking entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes the drop-in. No more. We need a bone saw, a scalpel, and a bottle of Clorox. Clorox? So that we can scrub Dex's brain. Uh, <laughs> a Brillo pad would help. I like some my steel brain wool, the way maybe. it is. There's not enough mm. brain bleach in all <laughs> the world. So yeah, we're hailing back to... Besides, I'd contaminate it again virtually yeah. immediately. Exactly. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yesterday evening, the community, the section of Gwen's life that this radio show and World of Warcraft resides in collided... With violently. The, violently with the rest of his life. <laughs> Tell us about it, Gwen. A friend of mine decided a few months ago that she needed to throw me a surprise party for my 40th birthday, which was last month. And given that I was going through one of the most unpleasant surprises of my entire life to date, 
she said, I'm not going to surprise you because I know how much you hate surprises, which was a mild understatement at the time. So she says, I'm throwing you a party. So, okay, fine, no problem. And she said, send me an invite list. So I did. And that was the last thing I heard about it. Teehee. I heard nothing. I didn't even get an invite to my own party. <laughs> nope. nope. Through Evite. All I heard was show up at, on this date, which was last night, at somewhere between 5.30 and 6 p.m. at this location. Okay, cool. So I did. Little did I know it was a roast and toast. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all knew. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I look like I care? <laughs> that was all about me I at that know. moment. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, I got eh, mildly embarrassed last night, it's, hmm. to say the least. Well, I mean, the, w- the way the show collided was, if those of you who frequent the forums, and if you don't, you, you should. should. Yes. Yes. Because you'll get gems like one you're going to hear a little later <laughs> in the show. <laughs> <laughs> because you all who, who Wait, listen... I have to get into the forums because uh-huh. I have someone's name on the air. I have to curse <laughs> <laughs> publicly. Well, here's the, here's the short right. version that inspired the long version you're going to hear later. Yes. So here's the Gwenora unnecessary censorship drop-in. Speaking as a gay man, I'm going to <laughs> all of you. <laughs> now, one of our listeners took it upon themselves to Expound take this idea and, and, and run, run with, with it. with it, Raccoon, you... I'm not going to say You that. unmentionable you. <laughs> yes, the, th- the thread in the forum is, oh, Gwen, I know it's very immature that I made this, but I hope you enjoy it, which I was, when I, I didn't even know about this. When did, when did he post this? A while ago. <laughs> uh, about a week ago, actually. And I found out about this last night. Yeah. Not good. IRC apparently uh, <laughs> pronounces her name a little wrong. What? He's a, the, the gentleman who... Uh, uh-oh. Made the MP3, said, oh, my God, he called me Ray- <laughs> Raikun. Oh. <laughs> okay, pronunciation. Yeah, I mean, tell me how to do yeah, it. Uh, put it in IRC, how you... R-A-I-K-U-N, that looks like Raikun to me. Raikun. Raikun. Raikun, maybe. Raikun. Or Raikun. 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 I like Raikun. Ray- yeah, it's Raikun. It's Raikun. 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 There we go. There we go. Anyways. Anyways, it was awesome, and you need to listen to it, and you will if you stick to the show. Yep, third third oh, yeah. content break, I believe, will contain oh, uh, a little extra. I'll give you a little bit of Now, those of you who don't know what talking about, you weren't listening to Octel and Hordak versus the World. You need to go back and listen to their most recent episode in the last 20, 25 minutes. They <laughs> went hilarious. off on this tangent yeah. about Wrath of Khan. And because the talk is that they are planning on using Khan in the next movie. Sure. The next reboot movie. Which makes sense, because you know, Wrath of Khan number two and all yeah, that stuff. Pretty so. much, yeah. And they're, you know, they're going off on some very interesting uh, casting suggestions right. for who should play Khan Noonien Sung. Uh, yeah. That's... Uh, and that's, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. You, you need to go listen. Oh, we believe in continuity here on yeah. BTW Productions. You have to <laughs> get the, all the shows in. In the uh, proper order. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was... Really funny. You think? They, they did some good. I was laughing out loud. Let's put it that way. But but we're at this uh, we're at this party last night. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so they first had us take a question. We all ate and drank first, and then they had us do this questionnaire. Um, ten questions about Gwen. Gwen. And it was everything from, you know, what does Gwen notice first when he sees a pretty girl to Oops. what would he eat for his last meal? Oops. Oops. Um, to, 
to, you know, what was his favorite movie. (laughs) And I mean, it was just... Revenge of the Boobs. It was was really, really funny. But, you know, they had his mother actually doing thumbs up, thumbs down. She was doing the Emperor Nero thing Mm -hmm. on whether or not you got points for... um, so limited, or, you know, some answers. answers. <laughs> it did. It, it it kept us a little bit. Um, mom was there. PG trained. Mom has yes. known me since high school. I yes. can't tell this story in front of mom. So we waited for her to leave. Right, and then we told her about the. We told everyone else about the tapioca incident. Yeah, and other stories. And other stories. And other stories. Um, and it, and it involved boobs. Boobs in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it is really funny because, you know, you find that 25 years of knowing someone, your memory goes a little bit. And other people yeah. were telling stories, and I'm like, oh, I remember that now. And it's, it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Yes, so, I, yes. I, I, I had forgotten about the videotape incident. But then we got um, home here, and uh, our babysitter had called uh, her mother because she was uh, a little nervous and couldn't... And so I came in going... Why is there a car in the driveway? Why is there an extra car in our driveway? What's happened to our child? <laughs> I just wanted to go to a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to parenthood. So, exactly. Too funny. Okay, have you guys been on the board recently for that clip that you're going to play later? No. Uh, Why did they put a new one in? And seen Devout's post? No. No. It's a picture of the Dalai Lama. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yeah. yes. Pointing. Pointing, and it says, who's awesome? You're awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's the Dalai Lama. That's <laughs> the Dalai Lama himself. Cross on the Lama. Flowing robes. Striking. <laughs> oh, my. The tip won't be any money, but on your deathbed, when you die, you will achieve total consciousness. Ooh, so I got that going for me, which is nice. I like some of the comments. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wrong. After listening to that, now my chest hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was passing around the old Nexus One phone and had the MP3 queued up and yeah. was playing it for people. And, oh, and oh, why are you laughing at? Wait your turn. Like Wait your that. turn. <laughs> this is what Mike does on his weekends. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> All right, I just saw the Dalai Lama picture. That yeah, is that cool or what? <laughs> Who's awesome? You're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Dargo, tell him who his daddy is. Oh, so, what else has been going on this week? Well, I want to actually, one of the things that's happened this week in terms of viral advertising, I don't know if you caught any of this. The Old Spice Guy? The Old Spice Guy. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the best campaigns I think I've ever seen. That was amazing. They, he was over, all over YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, just to, and he was just answering people's questions with video responses mm-hmm. on YouTube, and they were all the normal insane answers that you've seen. But in they, the were, well, they, they were basically instantly producing these yeah. responses and getting them out rapidly. And it looks like they changed guys, too, because the original guy who was doing it... Well, this is the same guy that was in the Super Bowl commercial this year, so he was the one... Okay, because there were two... There's, there's two. There's one guy who's huge. Right, and, and he's got a sitcom on now. I can't oh, remember really? what his name was. Yeah, he has a oh, sitcom, okay. and now they've got the other guy who was originally in the Super Bowl ads. Right. Because right. I just saw the new one where he ends up on the motorcycle inside the sauna, or inside... Yeah. and Or inside yeah. the jacuzzi, and I was like... <gasps> 
these commercials are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now the original guy was the same guy. I think that it was like Terry. Yeah, he his was name's Terry. Terry yeah, Terry it's Terry. his name's Terry something, but I don't remember what his last name is. Yeah. So it's, it's all about the writing and the delivery. Oh yeah, he is so committed to the delivery. It's like, uh, oh, you just sell just how and the fact we'll that sell it. I know. It's yeah. like you guys are awesome. They even had on, uh, I think Reddit. They put up there an MP3 generator for a voicemail, and he basically he read out you know zero through nine, right. and then he goes and you have different options you can pick. Soundboarding and it, basically, and it, yeah, it throws together his MP3. It's like this voicemail is now diamonds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, all these choices. I, it was brilliant. I'm almost tempted just to buy some just to support. Right, buy those places. Never use it. Was I actually so use that? Oh, there stuff. you go. Oh. Yeah, they're, by the way, they're body washes. Good Should have stuff. bought you some for your birthday then. Yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. I, I use it stuff and I use their deodorant. So. From Turtle and IRC, I, Isaiah Mustafa is the guy's name who's doing the, the commercials. So, yeah, he was brilliant. That whole campaign, brilliant. I, lo- I loved it. It's interesting to see you know Madison Avenue adapting to the new media. Mm-hmm. And this was someone waking up, someone, so obviously someone young who understood the rapid-fire nature of of social networking and the internet got hold of this and said, no, no, we got to have people standing by in the studio when we launch this for the next couple of days yeah. to produce instant responses and post them immediately, and we will get posted everywhere. Yeah. And the thing is, that's a one-trick pony. No one's ever going to be able to do that nope. again. Now, no. now yeah. you're just imitating right. and you do it again. Yeah. Except for Old Spice. They can go back to it. Yeah. But the other one. But even then, yeah. it'll be, oh, yeah, another yeah, one of those. again. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was uh, amazing. And they got a lot of press from mainstream yes, uh, media on it. You see what the... these guys are doing for the first time. Right, right. And yeah. the fact, but the fact, I mean, you could have done that kind of quick response, but with crappy writing and, and not that particular actor, and it would not have been nearly as effective. No, no, no. Because it, it was, was all about the. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm a yeah. man. Just I'm a man. Exuding confidence. I love it. Yeah. That whole Monocle thing is made, smile. That whole thing is made of wind. Stand near me and I will spew testosterone upon you. Yeah. From my mighty pectoral muscles. Uh, I'm on a horse. Yes. Uh, I know. Great. In a studio that I built by hand just for you. Yeah. <laughs> he's walking along with the circular saw. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this guy oh, rules. Oh, so good. And see, it was, it was so good that they just got free advertising yeah. out of all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was willing to do it because that's how, how much I appreciated that's how what awesome they it you. They While they were selling me. to you. Are you not entertained? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Terry Crews was the guy who did the shouting. Yeah. His so. commercials were funny, too. Yeah. yeah, that was the guy that I like. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Isaiah Mustafa is the guy who's doing them now. The smooth one. Oh. The smooth one. Oh, my God. And the current guy, you know, it's kind of a barrier drop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, Barry, you're now uh, associated with... Uh, Sculpted African American man. <laughs> <laughs> Judging from his, you know, tiny chat pick. I was just say, I mean, he's right exactly. in there. He, he, he could thing. be anybody. It could, <laughs> it could be him. <laughs> he's a stormtrooper in a bowler hat. Clone yes. trooper. Clone trooper. Clone trooper. Bad geeks. Bad geeks. Would this be the point where I actually flip off the camera? <laughs> could be. Could be. Could be something good. Yeah. Could be, be something, something bad. bad. Wow. No, no. I don't give in to the hypnotoad. So, Grail. Yes. You have this um, 
pad thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bulky. It right? is kind of bulky. It's a little it's a little big in my hands. <laughs> it, Wait, feels yeah, it feels big in your mouth. Yeah, 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 when yeah. you say it. Yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. it is what I would say about it, my initial impression is if you do not have a netbook, right? This you'll be enamored by it very quickly. And there it is going on video. And I would say <laughs> as the owner of a, of a netbook <laughs> Mighty Stoner puts his hands up and blocks it nice. It's nice. Nice. You will be you will be assimilated. <laughs> now oh, too funny. Thankfully Barry's showing old spice though. <laughs> And look, uh, ah, there's another one. There's another, there's another <laughs> all over the Raycoon's place. Raycoon's got his own. Yeah, yeah. I would say, as own. the owner of a netbook, yeah. I would still find a place for this in my routine. Oh yeah, because the the big, the major thing that has going for it that any other computing device other does not have is instant on. Oh yeah, instant. You press on. the button and it's there and ready to go. Yep. No preparation, no muss, no fuss, and extremely long battery life compared right. to. Because I, mean, I, I don't like running in, in degraded mode on my netbook. I like right. it because then it becomes a real piece of crap. And one of the big design points of this thing was this will perform better than a netbook yeah. and have great battery life. Yep. And it, as far as I can tell, it has delivered on that promise. Oh, yeah. It, the battery life's great. The screen quality Im- of the image is really great. Yep. Um, obviously, its biggest detriment still right now is lack of multitasking. But that's supposedly in August. iOS 4 change that around. Um, you know, the other big detriments to it is lack of a USB port. But, of course, Apple's conveniently made an add-on you can buy for 30 bucks. Oh, but of course. That gives you the USB port and a SD card reader as well. Yep. So, I mean, it's not... I would prefer to have seen it built into the device, but at least it's an available option. Um, and now the main thing... We talked about this last night. I still... My next purchase after this is going to be an Android phone. Mm-hmm. Because... Yes. The hell I'm getting 3G on this uh-huh. stupid thing. <laughs> You're going to get an Android 2.2 phone and turn on the mobile hotspot. turn on the mobile hotspot, and there we go. I've yep. solved that problem. Yep, yep. Now, I'd also, my other big thing about this is as soon as I went out there into the App Store for the first time, they go, oh, let us down your, download the ebook reader for you. I go, okay, let me download that. I'm like, okay. Do, do, do. Let's take a look here. Oh, okay, the books look all right. Hey, what's this Kindle app? Download that. Hey, let me put in our username and password and get all my books onto the iPad from Kindle. No extra charge. No extra charge. They're all there. There's never a you'll, reason You'll for never me. run the Apple app ever there's again. Na- I mean, nope. it's going to sit there. I pr- practically could just uninstall it now because there's no reason for me to ever use that app. I think a- Amazon very wisely has decided yes. on the business model of you buy the books once and you may read them from any yeah. platform. Because I've got Kindle on my netbook. I now have Kindle on my Android phone, which is now my preferred method of reading. And we have the actual Kindle Kindle. And we could install it on the Mac. We could install it anywhere we wanted to. And we have access to our existing library and no extra charge. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, Right now, the, the DRM on the Kindle books is six. So you can install them on six, six devices, devices before you either have to uninstall on one or rebuy the book, then get another six. Honestly, if you have six different devices you need to put it, or seven devices, that's that seems a little extreme. So yeah. I'm okay with that, that level of DRM. There's even... 
I don't. I want. It's not illegal. There is a way you can share books between friends as well, mm-hmm. but it involves having to de- deregister yeah. and then and re-register out, yeah. your your account, and you're still bound by that same six DRM. But Amazon has basically said you can do this. Right. It's not. You know, they definitely didn't make it easy, but it's it is it's clunky. But at least there's a, a gesture, right? Right. Added in that direction. So. No, that that alone that was great. The the comic book apps on there look fantastic. That seemed like a natural fit with that yeah. gorgeous screen. Well, that's that. I mean, that's one of the huge selling points too is the graphic art application of that. The graphic. But uh, what I didn't story realize originally on the comic book readers is they're more than just we show you the page. Right. They are actually dynamic devices where. When you tap to quote you know move ahead, it zooms from frame to frame to frame yeah. in the order the story is told. Mm-hmm. It actually enhances the reading experience. Yeah, it actually even it'll say inside the same frame, but it'll like say zoom in on like the the Kapow. main thing or show yeah the 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 highlighting text and it goes around. It's almost like a mobile storyboard. Yeah, and it looks really really pretty. No, they took it a place where I didn't realize they were going to, and it is that much more interesting to me because of that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's awesome. more work on their side because they actually have to create this source in. file and says, okay, you know, when they tap, you go from here to here. Here's the order you go in as opposed to just scan the page, stick the page up and thumb through them, which would have been the easy and cheap way out, but they decided to go for the, no, let's actually use the technology in an interesting and sexy way. Yeah. I'm for it. Exactly. All for it. I love sexy technology. <laughs> sexy <laughs> so, I mean, technology. Girl, get the iPad out of your pants. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, uh, you know, for, for the role player in me, the initiative <laughs> oh, yes. uh, app is, is Initiative awesome. app? It just rolls really? for initiative? It'll, no. no, it allows you to totally configure your players and your NPCs. You can type them all in and then get the order done. And then at that point, it has a tracker for damage on each person, and you can hit a little button, and it cycles through the initiative. So yes. it's just an easy way to keep track of what normally you had to do all with pen and paper and or spreadsheets or however you want to do it. This is a much sexier way of doing it. So, And that's, I mean, the strength of these devices as has been demonstrated, is in the apps. Right. Because if it was merely a device that did email and surfed the web, they wouldn't have sold X number of million of them. Because the first thing people do is hit the app store, or in the case of an Android device, hit the marketplace, and start downloading the things that make it do cool stuff beyond just... Right, right. Because, I mean, yeah, otherwise it's just email and a little calendar and... And uh, totally not worth 500 bucks. Internet, yeah. 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 So, no, it's a... So yeah, I th- I like it, uh, you know. So are you to the point where you highly recommend picking I would, one up? I would if recommend you have the if means, you have the if means. You may have the means and it's something, you know, that again, if you're saying with a netbook you're still very enamored by it. If I had a netbook, it would have been lesser of an interest for me, mm-hmm. but I still think it it provo- provides function that I did not have previously. Yeah, now you you find yourself using it more because it is so easy. Oh yeah. Slip it out, press the button and you're productive that mm-hmm. quickly. Instead of the take it out, crack it open, plug it into power because the battery sucks. Right. Fire it up, okay, wait for it to boot. Okay, now log in, wait for the desktop to load, run yeah. your app, wait for it to load. Oh god, it's gone off in the la la land for whatever yeah. reason. It's a very different experience other than yep. on and we're off. Yeah. Plus, you get you know you, you're now one of uh, Jabba Knight for Steve Jobs, who's 
press conference this week. I, I love oh, yeah. basically. Screw you. <laughs> we'll give you this rubber thingy for your phone, and uh, otherwise, if you don't like it, return it. <laughs> stop, stop bitching, I believe, was the, the commentary the that like, came out from... Wow. <laughs> I love watching the play-by-play, and if you haven't been watching this, the iPhone 4 has a design feature. Um, because of the antenna design, if you grip it in a particular way, which is the way in which most human beings would grip a phone while talking and you bridge a particular section of the antenna, it significantly reduces the reception. Yeah. Apple's first volley of responses was, oh, we've uncovered a software problem that has existed in the iPhone that since the iPhone first came out that was accidentally showing you more bars than you actually had. And we, <laughs> they pushed out a software update that said, we're going to fix this. So it, it re- you know, when you put your finger there, you're not really losing bars. It's just suddenly showing you the number of bars it actually had. Uh-huh. A few days later, Consumer Reports came out and said, um, no, you're lying. We tested this in our RF lab, and when you touch this with bare skin, you do lose a significant amount of reception. And Apple began systematically deleting all comment threads on their support boards that mentioned or referred to Consumer Reports. Wow. Just, you could not start a thread that referred to the Consumer Reports report without having it immediately deleted by the moderators. <laughs> wow. So they're, oh. they were living into now. They said, no, we just put out a release that said it was a software thing, and, and you are daring to question our statement about our product? It's called an <laughs> independent testing facility. Yeah. Right. That... Obviously, smacks of a great deal of arrogance. And as someone who's in the market for a new phone as of September, yeah, and was seriously thinking about getting an iPhone, just that attitude right there, and I have a Mac and I love my Mac, leads me to go lean much more towards an Android phone now. The fix that they ultimately came out with, which is a very easy fix, is if you put a rubber... Slipcase yeah. around it to stop your skin from coming Which I would probably do anyways, just because I tend to beat the hell out of my The problems. problem goes away, and, and right. Apple came out in their press conference and said, we're going to give everyone these this rubber cases. Free. Well, yeah. and, and honestly, I um, you're going to want to protect the iPhone anyway. I mean, it is a delicate piece of equipment, comparatively speaking. This is not, you know, the brick phone. I mean, even compared to my BlackBerry, this is a, a more delicate piece of technology. It is at once so, delicate and dense. Yeah, I am. I, I'm happy to play with it and 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 get it actually in my just hands. Just get it in the slipcase. Um, but this brings us up against yeah. the break. So we will continue these discussionages after this first break, which will contain this week's episode of Northrend News Network and a song from Brugai, also known as Dar of Eridar, the classic Yay! "I Smile When I Gank." We will be back right after this. Are you tired of being guys in hatred? Of being peed on by the Of being enticed to play Xbox and have ice cream Or worse of all, to visit the spirit here every week with Ireland? Then it's time to do something about it. The world strikes back every Saturday with GoHex. Only on vtwproductions.com. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore on vtwproductions.com. 
In today's top story, military personnel of the Horde and Alliance are forced to find new methods of conflict resolution as the battle for Northrend becomes a thing of the past. In an effort to keep their skills in top condition, representatives from every city in Azeroth have banded together to form the Azerothian Battle Collective, hosting non-lethal reenactments of critical battles throughout the world. The ABC held a series of events this weekend with many more planned to air over the next several months before Cataclysm. This Friday marked the sixth anniversary of the historic Nomageddon battle in Don Moreau, when a single Mechanistrider engineer held off a raging horde of trogs outside Nomergan. Nomish engineers were glad to take part, with Garage Hellscream playing the part of the trog commander. And Jaina Proudmore was proud to reprise her role as Aegwyn, the legendary guardian of Tirisfall, with Thrall playing both her paramour and adversary Sargeras in the reenactment of the conflict over Medivh's soul. Later today, the region's Murlocs and Furbolgs will reprise the infamous battle for the Dark Portal. Refreshments are provided by Tegul and Ferrara's Catering, but Master of Ceremonies Vol'jin advises audience members to arrive early to get a good seat. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northland News.
like CCGs, and Doc Ted told me to listen to VTWProductions.com. Isn't it great? Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, and that one just gets Gwen every Hot single time. slays me. Every time. I like CCGs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the um, whole Doc Ted angle that just, that's what does mm-hmm. it. And Doc Ted told me, and I, I, and I start giggling. <laughs> Like a little girl. Like a little girl. <laughs> like a little girl who loves CCG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this brings us to our next segment. That's great actual physical contact. Where we tend to have or try to have actual content. Wow. Um, uh, video challenge. game related in this first segment usually, and then general geekiness yeah. later on after the emails. Um, fortunately, you know, sadly, not a single one of us has gotten a beta invite not for Cataclysm. One. Nope. So I guess this won't be uh, a conduit to thousands of listeners uh, <laughs> giving free promotion to Blizzard uh, materials as they ramp up for their big release later in the year. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. Uh, big they're, shame. They're, they're leaving money on the table. So let's talk about Dungeons & Dragons Online. <laughs> <laughs> Why you should not play Blizzard products. That's, That's going right. to be the new name segment. <laughs> Casually hardcore. We don't play WoW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad. There I hasn't should. been a whole lot of playing going on just because yeah. there's not a lot of new content. I've been nicking around on the Horde side trying to... Really? Play. Yeah. Figured, you know, if I'm ever going to see it... You want to see it before the big change. Yeah, to see it before the big change. But I still haven't... I mean, I, I'm still in the same realm that I used to be in before. Uh, whereas I've always tried to level a Warlock and I hit about level 30 and then I stop. So right now my warlock on the horde side is level sixteen, and I'm sure that's only going to last for what fourteen more levels or so, and then I'll be like, nah, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a, um, I have a couple of horde characters that I really get up into the high teens, uh-huh. and then I just run out of energy. Yeah, on them, and and uh, I've tried a couple times. I've seen three of the horde starting areas. Yep. Um, and I want to go see all of them because I'm sure they all are all going to change. Well, the, the really major, then, I mean, the trolls get a complete rework. Yeah, considering right. they don't have a starting area really right now. Not they to speak just of, they share, share it with the orcs. orcs. Right. Yeah, they really, they get finally, they, the, the all the quests you do to help them retake their mm-hmm. islands have come true in this uh, expansion. Right, right. And that's their new home space. And actually, if you want to see all this stuff, Total Biscuit's been doing a great series of videos Close the freezer now. over at youtube.com slash total halibut yes um, and he will never change that into total biscuit because he's grandfathered in on an old producer's account so he can do longer than 10 minute videos and nice. they don't give those accounts away anymore nice. uh, so yeah youtube.com slash total halibut or go go through his links at cynicalbrit.com mm-hmm. and he's been using his beta access <clears throat> but I'm not bitter to produce <laughs> these incredibly high traffic generating and really well done I mean yeah even if I had beta access, I would not be narrating them to the level of quality that he does. Because well, he's actually doing research on the areas too, and like providing, you know, sounds like work. <laughs> he like understands lore that he never bothered to pay any attention Bessilus, to. Bessilus, home of the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, Tinkertown is in Orgrimmar. Yeah, I thought it was in the bottom of, uh, oh God, Maradon. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Go, go watch his videos and you'll see the running the running joke slash meme of Tinkertown is in. Yeah. Because he screwed up in an early one and he mentioned that you know Tinkertown was, of course, in Stormwind. Right. <laughs> and the competitors just fell on him like a, a like wailing. Like a tidal wave. Exactly. Oh, God. Dude, I play Horde, okay? I play the real side. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he's, he's trying to do coverage of all the new stuff because that's what makes for an interesting video right, so he was right. doing Stormwind by air Orgrimmar by air all the new you know shiny new stuff sure and including the new Worgen starting area and the new uh, Goblin starting area yeah not sure how I feel about the Goblin starting area it's like an, it's like have they Goblins changed? in Paradise I, I haven't watched but have they changed it from BlizzCon because I played them there it's fleshed out okay and it's a, it's a complete series of quests that take you through and out of the area right um, kind of like what they did with the the uh, Death Knights. Very much so. But the whole you know paved streets everywhere with painted you know street lines and it's like oh, really oh yeah and you and you get a mount from basically the get go and it's a it's a hot rod <laughs> with a, a radio you can tune and a horn oh, you can blow my and, God. and <laughs> yeah. streets to drive on and Alrighty. like okay this is like the gnome stuff but taken to an even further yeah. extreme of I don't know <laughs> that's cool yeah oh. I, I did get a little bit of gaming in I'm actually going back and filling in some of the quest lines that I didn't finish um, and whether they're you know incredibly low level quests or not and I mean I've got one that's a got to be a mid 30s quest where I'm trying to find someone to talk to and ratchet <laughs> it's one of those quests oh. where it says just go talk to someone Talk to someone in Ratchet and figure out if they know what this item is. Does anyone know where Mankirk's wife is? (laughs) I mean, it's really one of those. (laughs) Yeah. It's Baron's chat. We've been missing you. Come back to us. I don't think it's the same on the Alliance, though. (laughs) People People in the Gray Void are commenting that they heard Gwen's phone. Um, Yeah. <gasps> I, I have oh to no, Gwen's phone has been heard. They're coming for you. Oh no. Run, Gwen, run. And uh, although I do kind of want to know exactly how they knew it was Gwen's phone instead of, say, my phone or. Because uh, Gwen, like, phone. audibly went off the air at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that would have been it. <laughs> very professional. Very professional. We have a high, high degree of professionalism in this living room. By God. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Why? We have. Um, well, I had to go put more uh, hops in the beer, too. This <laughs> is of vital importance. Yes, it is. Yes, it was time. The hopping of the wort. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have one more That's hopping of the wort in ten minutes. Hop that wort. So, mm-hmm. hop that wort. Also, I was mentioning you were uh, very addicted now to the triangles. Yes. Go, go, power triangles. <laughs> I, so much so that I noticed that we have a thread on the board. Yeah, baby. That I have yet to post on. Before you jokers leave today, let's make arrangements to try out multiplayer. Yes. I must crush you and hear the lamentation of your women. That's the thing is I I have to figure out how we can do a a private multiplayer server. You want to hear the lamentation of the women. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Crush your enemies. Drive them them before you. He didn't hear the lamentation of the women. women. Good. Very Very good. good. (laughs) Yep. I just... I feel very at home with this game because it, it really it's like it's space for the hoe but faster and just yeah yep exactly for those of you who don't know what we're talking about Galaxy Conquest Fusion Galcon Fusion yes and it's just and also available via Steam and it's just terrible baby baby and boxes off 
be having way too much fun yes, in, very engaging much so. her mommy gland. And, and a crying speaker. Oh, I, I missed my drop-in. Here we go. Yep. And just really, really simple game of galactic conquest where you basically... You take over planets, the planets yeah. build ships. The bigger the planet, the more ships you get. And then you are trying to take over all the planets before the other guy does. Or the yeah. other guys or do. Or knock out the much. other guy. Or knock basically. out the other guy. The guys. The ships are the these guys. little triangles. Yeah. Yes. And they fly along and they yeah. run into each other. Yep. And <laughs> Excuse me. As Girl said to me, it's an awesome time waster. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a total time yeah. vampire. Oh, yeah. Yep. Very much. Fact, fact, but it's, it's, not like, it's not like... It's not like... A time waster on the level of WoW was where you actually have to kind of do work. This one has this a is, pause button. Yeah, I know it does. It's yeah. a wonderful thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's very simple. You, you know, it's not like you're like, okay, what did I do last time? What do I have to do this time? It's okay. I just pick it up and start playing, right. and, but and that's thing, it. The thing is, you, you get you finish around and you just reflexively, oh, one more map. Yeah, yeah one I know. More, just one more map. Just one more map. Just one more map. Or if you actually win a lot, it's like, all right, let's try the next level of the computer, and then yeah, uh, yeah, get ready to move beyond Admiral. Yeah, I mean, Admiral, I've gotten down. The next levels, though, I'm guessing, are going to be pretty rough. Admiral, yeah, I realized I, that is this on classic? Yeah, because that classic, was as far yeah. as I got was Admiral, and yeah. then it was no. I learned uh, that ugly, ugly hard on Admiral, 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 on Admiral. If you basically. Go after his home planet yeah. and come up behind him. Yes. You win almost yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. You just up your number of triangles you send, right? And then boom, yeah, boom, boom. Easy. Yeah. So the AI, I want to move beyond the AI, right. and I want to crush your guys' hopes and dreams. So right. let's work on this after the show today. <laughs> you okay. just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! I must break you. Uh, uh, you had your chance to do that last night at the party, and you didn't. <laughs> Hours of entertainment. Like, yes. I needed him to be on the show today. It was really, really... And he was going to come cook beer. Really so. funny. Yes, there was never a dull moment there. And for those of you who are curious, uh, I have not yet found the time or resources to actually go and get uh, choose one of the PS3 games you've recommended and actually go and play it. Uh, oh, yeah, so somebody I'll, in the uh, email was asking about that. Yeah, I just... Not enough hours was. in the day. So you're lucky you're getting a show because, <laughs> <laughs> damn, life she be busy. But I did have time today to set up the cameras. Do you have a game selected yet, or are you Negative. still? I have, right. I've breezed through the thread, and there were so many suggestions that all left out and said, "Oh yeah, I want to do that one. Oh yeah, that one. Mm, that one. Uh huh. And that one." So uh, the problem is there are too many really good looking, highly recommended games out there. Yes, usually a problem. Too many yeah, games, not enough time. So. Um, by the way, for whatever, whatever that snapping noise is in the background, I don't know what it was, but now people think that I'm using corporal punishment on uh, Nemesis, and my answer is corporal punishment doesn't really work on Nemesis. He just gets more stubborn. I don't support child abuse. I understand it! <laughs> I know it turns Mr. Hand into Mr. Fist. <laughs> <laughs> rest, rest in peace, Sam Kinison. No. Oh, yes. Uh, but he know. does just get... <laughs> I don't have kids. No comment. <laughs> he yeah. does just get more violent. So you learn not to do yeah. that sort of thing. Just so. does not work on this one. Yeah. But you can think about it real loud. Yeah. <laughs> and on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have issues. But I digress. Yeah. yeah. No. You really don't have that many issues. Yeah, I've got... You're okay. <laughs> oh, 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 Uh-oh. oh, oh. Oh, Fussy squeaker. Let there be squeaking. Yeah, I managed to get the the Death Knight into into seventy eight, and I've I've kind of stalled. 
Mm. I log in and I look at the the random dungeon like, oh, no, I do not want to run Gundrak again. I just I can't make <laughs> me run Gundrak again. It's the yeah. only damn thing that seems to come up. It's like, no, yeah. why did it have to be snakes? Oh, was this the daily? <laughs> yeah, it was just. It seems the random daily. It seems to always come up as my random daily. Yeah, know, at least at this level. Um, it, it's the same thing as Burning Crusade. I mean, I hit the point in Burning Crusade where it's like, I am not running any more dungeons. I cannot take running Tempest Keep or the Caverns or Auction Down or... Yeah. And that's, yeah. The number of times Hellfire. I ran Manatombs. Yeah. Uh, just Botanica or Mechanar. Mechanar especially. See, I didn't get that burnout on these last two characters because when I took Gnome Wise and Death Gnome up... As soon as you hit sixty-eight, you pop up to Northrend and you skip right. all that old old end game, and you get into yeah, this is newer content, and I haven't burned out on this in at least you know a month or so. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> oh boy, Utgard Pinnacle or Utgard Keep, yay! Yeah, ooh yeah, yeah. Seventy-eighth <laughs> time this week, yeah. Yeah, yeah is that fire effect pretty great? Yeah, <laughs> move it along here, people. Um, Eek. Have either of you run Ruby Sanctum at all? Yes. No. Have and not had the all the way to the end, or I fought the last boss, but this was not this week. The previous week, okay, and so we talked about that last week. Yeah, it was I mean, like I said, it's an awareness fight. It has the beam of death that seems to be the trip up for most groups. If you stand in the beam of death, it, it lives up to its name. It's my spotlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kills you very quickly. So that's that seems to be the main trick. And then otherwise, just keeping your DPS relatively even on the third phase. Um, Deeps it up, baby. Yeah. No, other we got I got Lich King now down to fifteen percent. So five percent away from winning it. That was uh frustrating because you at ten percent he kills you all. And then it goes into the uh, cinematic. Oh, I so didn't you really, you only, you're really you're shooting for ten percent. Spoiler alert! Yeah. But I did not know that. Oh yeah. So that's Blizzard throwing a bone to all the people saying we shouldn't be able to kill all these incredibly powerful characters. Like, well, fine, fine. You don't. don't kill him. Yeah. But he, he kills just, you. Just, you distract him and weaken him enough so yeah. that... Yeah. Basically, he goes, okay, now you've all died. I'm gonna, You've all passed your test to become my you know, worthy minions. Boom. And then, of course, uh, Tyrion, shows Tyrion up. Well, he breaks out of the bonds of ice that he was stuck in the whole fight. And uh-huh. then uh, he uh, oh, lays a smack down. And, lays yeah, smack down. Yeah, you can see, yeah, you can just watch the video in Dalaran <laughs> if you want to see all what happens Now that you've there. softened him up for him. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah, it's like way to chill in the ice cube, man. What the heck? <laughs> So, but the storyline actually it's because is because he's so hot. Yeah, <laughs> he could so have right killed now. you at any. He could have death touched you at any point Basically, during the fight. Yeah, so that that holds up nicely. Of the this guy is, is the walking death, and you he wanted he was testing you. Right, it's right. Like, okay, you're good enough. Now you're dead, and I will bring you back as my. Oh wait, who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. It's it's you're you know, not supposed to be out. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, the between that and then the heroic modes on, on there, because I've done a few of those now in Ice Crown, and those live up to the name. They're tough. Very good. Um, but again, again, the the biggest issue I have right now is for raiding. I have one thing I can do. Basically, I mean, there's Ruby Sanctum, but that's a very fast raid. You can still run VOA if you need something out of there. Meh. But uh, really, I do, that, I do that more for the uh, emblems and yeah, everything else. But really, it's, it's just. Quick. ICC. It's just ICC. I've kind of gotten to that point too. Not quite as I did my first ICC twenty five Thursday night. Oh, there you go. And got just threw it on there. I was like, well, I don't have anything going on tomorrow. It's early enough in the night. Let's yeah, what it. the heck? Let's do it. Surprisingly enough, got an invite real quick. 
it was was not to a fresh run they were on Lady Death Whisper. Okay. And I was like, eh, what the heck? I'm not really in a position to complain. So I took it and I knew the fights a lot better than I expected I was going to. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing, if you've never been in there, it's just like ICC ten except more it's bigger. bigger. Yeah. There weren't a whole lot of surprises. I was actually pretty and there was another rogue in there who'd been through the fights before and kinda helped me through it. Thank you, a comp. Nice website, by the way. Um, and it, I got some loot. I got a chess piece out of there. Excellent. Which was nice. So and does it lift and separate? It does. Yeah. Actually. I need to. All good. All Speaking good of which, should. I need some enchants on that lift <laughs> and separate. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. So now I'm going to try to get into more, some more ICC-25s and see how far I can get yeah. with it. Because it was actually entertaining. And it was a well-run group. Um, everybody started bailing after we got past Sourfang, but that was okay. I was like, all right, at least I got a taste of the fights and uh-huh. got to do obscene amounts of DPS, and it was all good. There's, that is something we said if you're coming, arriving late to the show is the, loot, is the loot that drops is old news to everybody. It's like, ah, sure, give it to the new guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because usually you're running with that or some alt, folks' alts and stuff, right. and they're usually more relaxed about the loot then. So if I were to, to try to poke my head in ICC-10, where should I take the... Druid, the Death Knight, or the Rogue? What do you think? I think you can take whatever you, you need. I mean, if you're looking to go, because we still try to run ICC-10 on Friday and Saturdays with Ragok and such. So in that case, I'm trying to think what we're usually short on. Usually it's either just a DPS, but, you know, a heal is, isn't bad either. So dusting off the Druid, being the able Druid to either of those roles would yeah, be... Druid, Druid, obviously, since it's jack of all trades yeah. you never can go wrong with that I but to teach myself how to play it again yeah because we've had uh one of our tanks woody has been trying to tank now okay instead of dps and oh, so he, he just tanked this last <laughs> run so it's nice we're kind of at that phase too where people are just like oh, what the hell try, well, let, try let tanking tank. yeah let, let's see what happens i you mean got like a stamina gem right yeah put him, <laughs> push him out front see what happens oh god that's gonna leave a mark oh sorry dude um <laughs> Defense cap or guideline? Yeah. I mean, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we, we should perhaps see at the auction house before yeah. we try this again. I mean, you're getting like a 25% buff to your health damage and spell power when you walk in there. From now. which thing? From the ICC, the buff that they, they've been scaling up, the buff that you get for being in the zone. Oh, really? So now it's at like 25%. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Global nerf hammer, just you know, it's, it's basically like tapping on the tap of the citadel. It's we want everybody to see the pretty content. Oh, we whatever. Made. Maybe I won't go. <laughs> mm, that smells good. Uh, Dax was sniffing the uh, the so, raw hops. But yeah, mm. I mean, we've had some some folks that have been, I would say, undergeared, and we've still been as successful as okay. as, as normal. So be, since the buff has gone into effect and scaled oh, yeah. up so much, yeah. you can... Between that and the fact that everybody that has been running consistently has, has all their solid ICC gear. gear. Yeah, so... You and, can escort people in. I'm super undergeared. That's okay. Super undergeared. No, I mean, we're, we're to the point now where you, know, you only really need two healers. You don't need a third for most fights and stuff like that. So it, it's so basically, you could carry me through the fight. You could carry you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I've been trying to say on, in a very nice way. That we're to the point now you can be carried. <laughs> we <laughs> have a couple of spots that where yeah. you can be carried. Yeah. Spectator yeah. spots. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. It's actually not entirely spectator. It's more like. When you're bringing your child in and you're saying, here, let me teach you how to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And you know that it's like I was yelling at um, 
nemesis this morning because he wanted to help make the the cinnamon rolls. Uh huh. And I said, no, that involves the oven. And he said, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh wow! And Ooh. I said, no, you're not. When you're ten, I will teach you how to use the oven. Right now, if you use the oven, I will teach you how to burn your hand. <laughs> like, please stop. I will put you in now. The oven. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not quite that bad. Yeah. But them's good eats. Like, <laughs> All right, this brings us up against really our funny. next break. Our next segment will be the emails and shoutouts. If you wish to become involved with the show, the email address is the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. The RSS feed for this podcast is created and maintained using RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check out our front page for a link or go to jitbit.com and check out all their fantastic software. We like their RSS feed creator, but that's not all they have to offer. So jitbit.com for all your RSS feed creation needs. And I'm going to use my radio voice now. No, I'm not because that's stupid. We will be back after this next segment, which includes this week's Midnight at the Movies segment. Ooh, 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 indeed. I think I'm going to bump up here. Yeah. Let's move this up here. And after Midnight at the Movie is Gwenora's new segment. Yay! (laughs) We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. I've been waiting about 16 hours to get this podcast recorded. I'm finally back at my computer and I'm revving to go. So let's get started. First up, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. We caught this one on Friday. It's a decent little movie. It's a Disney movie. It has very big Disney predictability built into it. So go in with that knowledge that, yeah, you could probably figure out what exactly is going to happen from the trailer. But it was still fun. There was some good effects. The special effects, actually, they weren't good. They were phenomenal. They were great. The acting was decent. It's Nick Cage, and he does the Nick Cage thing, which I like, and it was pretty good. But it's very predictable. That's the big drawback of this one. Sorcerer's Apprentice. It is rated PG. It's an hour and 51 minutes long. Go check it out. It's kind of fun. Take the kids. That's what I'm going to say. All right. I told you. I warned you. Bat crap crazy. Here it comes. What's the most resilient parasite? An idea. A single idea from the human mind can build cities. all the rules which is why I have to steal it never recreate from your memory always imagine new places he's hiding something and we need to find out what that is we gotta break out of here in the kick 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was the trailer for Inception, the new Leonardo DiCaprio movie. If you have not seen it, oh wait, go right now, go see it, go get out, go see it. This movie is fabulous. I absolutely loved it. The more I sit here and think about it, the more I absolutely love it more. The thought process, the plot, the storyline, just phenomenal. I mean, the details they went through on this story is just, oh my goodness, it's just incredible. Leonardo DiCaprio, the boy does not age and that drives me insane, but oh my god, he was awesome in this movie. Just fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Seriously, if you have not seen Inception already, go see it tonight. It is so worth it. I cannot even begin. This movie pulled me in. There's one point, I'm not going to give anything away, there's one point where we're all focused on this object in the movie. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly the point I'm talking about. If you haven't, you have no clue, which is cool. But we are focused on this object, and we are waiting and waiting and waiting, holding our breath to find out what's going to happen with this object. And just all of a sudden, bam, everybody, audible gasp. Everybody in the audience. I'm not even kidding. I'm not exaggerating. An audible gasp from every single person in the audience when this happened. It was just... It was awesome. This movie sucked us in, and we were along for the ride. It is so worth it. It's so worth the money. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. All right. That's Inception. It is rated PG-13, 2 hours, 28 minutes. Go pee before you have to see it, because you do not want to stand up. That's my advice, but go see this movie right now. All right. Let's take a real quick look at the money-os, because I've been talking a lot about Inception. So, number five, we're pulling in The Last Airbender. It brought in $16.6 million. Number four spot goes to Toy Story 3. It's hanging out in there. Brought in another $21 million. Number three spot, new movie is Predators. Brought in $24.7 million. The number two spot goes to Twilight. It brought in an additional $31.7 million. That puts it at $235 million since it's been out number one spot, love the movie, Despicable Me, brought in $56.3 million, as a really cute movie, if you haven't seen it, I'm saying go see that one, go and see Inception first, but go see Despicable Me later, let's take a real quick look at the DVDs that are coming out on July 27th, that'll be this Tuesday, Clash of the Titans is coming, and as well as Repo Man, both of those are mediocre movies, people, Netflix them, but if you haven't seen them, hey, check them out, they're, they're worth at least seeing once. Okay, let's kick off the mix-up matchup. If you don't know what's coming, I'm going to play five clips. Then I want you to head to the forums at vtwproductions.com. Go down to the bottom of the forums to the big screen section. That's my home. Find the Midnight's mix-up matchup. Get in there. Take a guess at what these five movies are. All right, here they come. The Almighty says this must be a fashionable fight. It's drawn the finest people. You have 13 hours in which to solve the labyrinth before your baby brother becomes one of us forever. Mother, my mother, uh, what a surprise. She isn't quite herself today. She went away. I dwell in darkness without you and it went away. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. 
All right, there they are. Get on the forums and get those guesses in. I'm going to toss it back over to the Casually Hardcore crew, but before I go, remember, you can catch me on Twitter. My handle is MidnightVTW. You can also send me an email at MidnightAtTheMovies at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be talking about Angelina Jolie and Salt and Ramona and Beezus. All right, gang, see you next time. Since you weren't here last week, Gwen? Uh, I went f***ing last week. Did you f*** anything? I did. Hmm. Um, Girl? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> doing more on that. More, more on that in a moment. Okay. Um, no, I went up. To, I went up to the White Mountains in Arizona with my club for our annual White Mountain extravaganza, <laughs> and took the dog with me. And went up there and had a good time. We didn't. It was really, really windy. And when you fly, f-ing, wind and fly f-ing really don't mix. Um, a few fish Friday evening after I got up there um, on a fly that I tied myself out of a pattern book. So I was quite pleased about that. Um, Saturday we went to a lake that's kind of down in a bowl on the mountain, and so you generally don't get much wind, but. Between five of us, we got nine, and I one of those, and it was like seven or eight inches long. <laughs> so we spent like four or five hours there, and I was like, "Okay, this is totally frustrating. We're leaving. I'm going somewhere else." So then we got to go on a very small stream that I could probably have jumped across, and I had a very lightweight rod, and we were very small, very wild brown on dry flies, which I've never done that. I don't have a whole lot of experience. In streams, because we have mostly still waters, lakes, and stuff like that here. Mm-hmm. You are not doing that on purpose. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality or their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you'd like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hello. I'm Oxtail. And I'm Nomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. And casually hardware. <laughs> 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 Casual Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. With all of us and all of you, we proceed into our next segment, which goes a little like this. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Which means it be time for the email and enter shouting outin'. Yeah. They're shouting outin'? Say, Grail, do you have an email up on your iPad? I do. Trademark. Wow. It's awesome. It's like right there. 
Hand delivered by Steve himself to my hand. A man in a black turtleneck and jeans brought you that email by hand. Brought it to me and a latte. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do go on. Hi, CH crew. Ambrosius here once again. Uh, I just wanted to ask you for your gaming section. What is your, well, sorry, this fell into the email section. What is your all-time favorite non-console classic arcade game? You know, the one you burned so many quarters on as a kid, and for anyone under the age of 20, these are games that don't dispense tickets for toys. But I like those two. I would have Dig Dug sitting in my living room right now, but sadly my wife only takes my design recommendations only under consideration since she has full control over that. So I'll stop at that point in the email. Um, Personally, if I have to go super classic, Moon Patrol. If I can go for something that did get eventually ported, I would go Street Fighter 2 since I used to play in competitions and arcades on that. Nice. Gyrus. I know. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I have to figure out which ones. I don't know. That were. No, not that I always one. enjoyed Metroid. Yeah, I enjoyed the Metroid games too. But that wasn't a arcade game. Arcade oh, game. Arcade oh. Oh. Quarters oh. Into. Actual arcade yeah, like you put quarters. Yeah. In. Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, you know what? I I really like a lot of the shooting games. I'm a big fan of the. Uh, what was that one we played? Police Academy a lot. Oh, I love Police yeah, Academy. Yeah. So I would probably do something, something like with that. The guns. Yeah, something with a gun. Gotcha. Logan would be proud of me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, so continuing on the email, funny little story. Last fall during our leafing trip, yes, we drive to look around at Leaves, a.k.a. Sh- outlet malls shopping for the girls. We had a little driving excursion to Fun Spot uh, in New Hampshire. It's a classic arcade museum that was featured in the movie The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, which you can see instantly on Netflix. <laughs> a little plug there. Um, <laughs> Shameless plug. We had a great time there, and it was fun to see our daughter playing Joust, biting down on her tongue. Ooh. I did like Joust. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joust was cool. Joust was fun. Um, but to our surprise, we had to pull our my wife away from the Miss Pac-Man so we could continue with our trip. She earned much geek cred that day when she said, I just want to beat the high score as we were pulling her nice. away. <laughs> I love my geek family. Uh, let's see. Also, any good audiobooks out there to listen to? Everyone always talks about a good read. With the time I have, I need a good listen. It also has to be ready from download from audible.com. Cue the plug. <laughs> and lastly, if he could get a Daxa lint liquor drop in. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Uh, so you can look for that. Somewhere. Audiobooks. Oh, well, duh. Dresden Files. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Okay, I, I will have you stay away from one. Yeah. Because just recently, I, I wanted to get some more audiobooks for my ride to work, so I went to the library and pull, and got uh, the one of the Amber series. The Hand of Oberon is the only one they had, but since I've read it a thousand times, it doesn't matter. So I got, I went to get that, and it is the most annoying recording ever. While the guy is reading, there is, in the background, birds cawing and chains rattling and all. I guess they thought it would enhance the reading, but it is the most annoying thing when you're trying to concentrate on what the man is saying half the time. You can't even... Hmm. Your mind just won't yeah. go there because it's listening to all this other thing. As so. soon as I arrive in the afterlife, I'm going to seek out Roger Zelazny and smack him upside the head for dying before he was done. Oh, I know. The Have you read the five short stories he wrote after? And you can see clearly where, where he, he was, he was heading with yeah. this. With, he was gonna that's the all court, you get? <laughs> course of casting. No! And, okay, I've got a couple drop-ins that were requested here, okay. I believe. This is the one you were looking for from your email. Who are you calling the cootie queen, you lint licker? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
And then... Been a while since I've heard that. Iolite was asking on behalf of who? On behalf of Dread Knight. For this one. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sad to announce that the downfall of Western civilization has begun. Turok in the his house! <laughs> I've never heard that. Because <laughs> it's new. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Yeah, that was a good line, too, I have to say. What, the downfall of Western, Western civilization, civilization has, has begun. begun. Yep. Yes, that yeah, was a good one. But line. I would definitely, Dresden Files would be one I recommend. Uh, yeah. James Marsters just does a fabulous job in the reading. So There's some books that are better on audio. Um, I'm huge, if you haven't picked up by now, a very massive Douglas Adams fan. Another man who died before his work on this planet was done. Right. Smack him upside the head. And... The his first major series he did outside of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series was the Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which I found so impenetrable to read. When I tried to read it, I really had to put it down. Said I'm just not following what he's trying to sculpt here. Mm-hmm. Read the unabridged audiobook, and the unabridged version is really difficult to find for I don't know what reason. But there is an unabridged version out there, read by Douglas Adams himself. And it is wildly entertaining. And you can clearly understand exactly what's going on in every moment just because he, as he's reading it, knows where he's going with it and puts all the right emphasis on all the right sentences. And it saved the series for me. Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul, which was the next one, was much more readable. But again, the unabridged audio read by Douglas Adams is an order of magnitude better huh. than I think than the reading experience, at least for me. Um, the, the premise behind Dirk Gently is... Basically, based on quantum mechanics of the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, and he tries to sculpt a storyline where the slightest little detail has major significance later in the story, and he does a decent job of tying up all these strings. You really have to be paying attention, and you notice a lot more of this stuff happening when the author is reading it. So I'd say um, anything unabridged by Douglas Adams, read by Douglas Adams, is almost a sure thing for me. Awesome. Okay, I have, by special request, am reading an email entitled Anniversary Shoutout. It says, hey there, full crew of casuals. Agrius SW here again and listening live. He's also at the dance party. No, all um, I see is Optimus Prime. Just wanted to give a big shout-out to my girlfriend, Ambro- Ambroga Hartnett. For this week, we'll mark our thir- three-month anniversary. Looking forward to spending more time together with you, my lady, and fall class. Love your paladin. P.S. May I get Grail's no pants drop in? Oh. This is from Agrius SW. But of course. Arm. I wear no pants. I wear no pants. I wear. I wear. I wear. Wear no. Wear no pants. As requested. And I have one other shout out that I received from the uh, Grey Void here. Um, very early on, asking me, um, this is from Brohame, asking me to shout out to his workers' dodgeball team, the Teabaggers. Alrighty then. Nice. Fireball, blue balls, baltard, and all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit like a setup to me, but shout out so given. Pump, set, spike. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'll be fighting the average Joes here soon. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an email. 
Let's see. This is from... It's actually... The subject is Curse You Casually Hardcore. Okay. Cool. Hey, CH crew. It's Turtle, and you've done it again. I don't remember how long ago, but I sent an email saying that I couldn't get into the Dresden Files. Well, you changed my mind after ruining, uh, running so many spoilers. I recently got a hold of all 12 books and have listened to the fir- first four since your last show, and now I'm stuck. Daxo asked why I had, why I had never liked them, and here you go. I only read the first two books before. It really kicks off on the third, and I'll stop this right here. But just to let you know, I actually gave the books to my cousin, and uh, we'll call him Biker Dude for now. And Biker Dude said the same thing. Mm-hmm. The first book, he said, eh, it was okay, but usually recommend a good book. So I read the second one, and it got a little better, but I wasn't into it. But once I read the third book, now he wants me to send him the rest of the series. Nah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's probably what it was, is you just have to go through the first two where he's setting everything up. Um, and this email is from Turtle, and it says, P.S. I have come to the conclusion that Jim Butcher likes making me miserable. Both of his series <laughs> are all about how things can really foobar. Um who are you? Either the world in Alera or people in Dresden. Each time you start a new book, I think of the phrase "Bend over here, it comes again." Bohica. Bohica. Yeah, <laughs> he did write that. Bohica. Um, and a shout out to the squeaker. Squeaker, who was intently watching uh, Gwenora for a second yeah. there. That was weird. I will stare you down. <laughs> She's now laying on the couch, kind of looking at everybody, going, "Hey, activate eye beams." <laughs> I've been fed, uh-huh. and now I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I have an email here titled, Questions and Drop-Ins Galore. Oh, my. Hello, CH Crew, long-time listener, first-time writer. First off, I'd like to thank you for your podcast and all that it has done. So, in return, I've enclosed a few drop-ins that I think you would enjoy. I have a few questions, however. Do you have any good sci-fi book recommendations besides The Dresden Files? Does Grail <laughs> have a 22? And if so, what brand? I think he means Gwen. I'm going to go out on here yes. and say that it must have yeah. been, must Gwen, have been Gwen, yeah. yeah. Why would you have a, something that low caliber? Because it's cheap to shoot, and it's a good way to teach people how to shoot. Yeah, target shooting, okay. Yeah, yeah. we brought one Actually, out it's, us, uh, it's, uh, it belongs to the Komai. Ah. Yes, and I don't remember what brand it is. I'll have to look at it. Like Springfield Army or something? No, I want to say Mossberg, but I'm not entirely sure. It's a really old bolt action. Mm-hmm. It's our f- a mutual friend of... Uh, uh, Gnome Ios and mine used years ago. He was a competitive shooter for the NRA when he was a kid, and I borrowed it from him like four or five months ago. <laughs> this person is the progenitor of the phrase "I love you, you're pretty." Yes. Oh, ah, is he now? I, yes. I was not aware of that. No, that, that the comaism. Yeah. So I do not actually have one of my own, and I need to rectify that. Rectify that. Yeah, it was nice because we went out shooting. Yeah, it was there nice. It was just it was we had issues with it. So yeah, but and as far as sci-fi book recommendations, see our previous email uh, for talk about other books yeah. to read and or listen oh, yeah. to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've uh, we got some stuff on the boards so. and the, yeah. and the forums are your yeah. friend there. If the you club. really like sci-fi, the Timothy Zahn Star Wars uh, is it Timothy Zahn? Oh, is yeah. that his yeah. name? The yeah. original three approved Star Wars books post yes. Return of the Jedi. Yes, that's the Mar- Empire. Yeah, yes. Mar- Jade and Last Command. Yeah, Last that Command was good stuff. That's the, the one. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dark Dark Fleet. Dark Dark, Dark Force, Force Rising. Rising. Dark Force Rising. Yeah. I'm just reading three words. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Yes. Pretty much. Actually, I'm now finally getting. I'm reading Visions of the Future, which is the follow up 
There's a two, the Specters of the Past and the Vision of the Future, which is Timothy Zahn's follow-ups to those books. Oh, oh excellent. I need so to grab those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the middle of the first one right now. Are you guys reading, or let me finish this one, then I'll go kill Nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> the women of the show think they should get another woman on the show to make an even 3v3 duel oh my to the God. death, man v. woman. <laughs> we can well, barely fit us five. I was going to say, that would preclude me actually getting a girlfriend. So, probably not. I can get on it, Gwen. What the I hell? Know. No. Jeez, <laughs> Show you man. the horrible kludge oh, I've had to go no. through on this soundboard to add a yeah. fifth microphone. Yeah, no kidding. It's amazing you can hear Gwenora at all. Yes. Um, so, not just no, but hell no. Yeah. That would require, what, $800 for a new eight soundboard? Or $900 for an <laughs> yeah. eight-port soundboard, because they don't... They skip from four to eight. There's no kind of middle ground. Where did you, where did you get that again? Oh, Guitar Center, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and we already have three women in the room anyway. Yes, this squeaker. One's just little. Yes. And finally, this is, uh, why doesn't the dog have an evil nickname? Thanks for all the wonderful laughs. That from oh. Marlo. We do need to come up with a... Yeah. No, he's too stupid to be evil. <laughs> well, there's nice. there's stupid evil, and then there's, you know, yeah. uh, mastermind evil, right. I guess. <laughs> genius level evil. Genius level evil. Genius. Super Genius. So um, that's more like he's more like Bizarro evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or what? Uh, well, no, I guess I was gonna say Riddler, but well, uh, yeah, he's Riddler's pretty, you know, a retard. Yeah, as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a little on the. Meh. I wouldn't do crimes and then tell you how I did it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Uh, oh, goodness. so I have the shout out to okay. all of the people who came to the dance party today, and it was a large dance party. I'm so excited. Um, we had Jay Duran uh, from the Horde side, Dread Knight, Agrius SW, Barry VA was there, Zytam, which makes me laugh, uh, Yolma, Ambrosius, Sicarius, I'm going to pronounce this one wrong, Baronet. Bernatorin, Bernatal, Bernaked Torin, Bernaked Torin, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Want to buy AOE sheep? Um, Eltonique, Darahas, Brohame, Arxisi, Boba Fetish, and Hobody's Gnome. Hobody's Gnome. Gnome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ow. There you go. My brain hurts. Yes, I understand. Okay, who's so going? shout out so given to everyone who came to the dance party and thank you so much. We are running to uh, hop in the forge and visit the spirit healer. Woo-hoo. Okay, next victim. I anyway, have one. Yeah. Bueller, Bueller. Yeah. Oh, look at that! It's just instantly back up. That's awesome. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baron Al Torin. Okay. I got it right the first time. So we have here. I need TV shows to watch, but I don't really know what. So I thought you guys would be able to give me some recommendations. I was hoping for a science fiction shows that are similar to Firefly. Thanks a lot. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Good luck with not that. Not happening right now, unfortunately. Um, this is from Rogash Orc Warrior on Smolderthorn U.S. So, sci-fi type shows to watch. Um, I, sadly, I cannot recommend a current sci-fi show. I'm still looking for one of those to pay attention to, but I, I have become utterly addicted to Burn Notice. Yeah. Um, and I have watched all of the outstanding seasons of Burn Notice, and oh, my Lord, it's fantastic. Um, incredibly funny, very addictive, good storytelling, nice story arcs. I really like it. Oh, and I missed one person, uh, Doc Deadbait. 
Duck Dead, dead Things. Wow. It's at the dance party. <laughs> I'm a little girl who likes CCGs. Yeah. I don't have sci-fi either. Something we've been catching up on, though, and this isn't new news or anything, but 30 Rock is one of the funniest shows <laughs> Ever. I've seen yes, in a long 30 time. Rock, 30 <laughs> Rock is a Twigs very, very funny, <laughs> very, very funny show. Um, we also have been watching, um, in terms of comedy, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard good things. I've watched yeah. very, it, very funny. Um, um, I mean, the really RCC the- wants to know if someone's looking at Facebook. I am. Okay. Why? I don't know. Go check it out. There's really only one high-quality sci-fi show running on. That's the revived Doctor Who. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I have, it was mentioned in IRC, I have heard good things about Warehouse 13. I haven't watched it, though, so I can't. I'm really disturbed about the way they started off the next season. Okay. I mean, Warehouse 13's first season is really good, quirky, a little too aware of itself uh. for my tastes. But it, it, it held my attention well enough. Okay. In the first episode of the new season, they dispensed with the villain that they had spent the entire first season building up as the uh-huh. major threat. So, one episode, done. Obviously, they decided, new writing team or something, yeah. you know, taking it in an entirely new direction, introduced brand new villain. Right. Um, it just left me feeling like, oh, God. This is like... Andromeda season two, yeah, um, where they changed everything. They changed everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it's better than some shows where they change everything and they don't even explain. Right, you show up for a new season and the world has. There was the old War of the Worlds series, mm-hmm. and literally from the end of one season to the beginning of the next, it was a different show. Yeah. It was went from the idea of its modern day. And the Martians are hiding among us. Right. And the aliens are hiding among us. To post-apocalyptic, the aliens have taken over. And now they're like freedom fighters, as I recall. And zero yeah. explanation. They just changed it. Like, what in the hell are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sigh. So, Warehouse 13 gave me that vibe, like, uh-oh. Okay. So we'll see if they redeem themselves, if maybe the new villainess is yeah. an improvement over the old villain, who was a little... He was kind of one note. Oh, okay. Ah, 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 twirl mustache, twirl mustache. <laughs> um, well, and they gave him a good death, um, but... <laughs> it was a good now, clean death. We've also, you've also been watching, and you still pick up Eureka. I, I love just, Eureka. just got back into it. I've been, yeah. been away from it for a while, and they, they just did a, a similar major change to the universe, and... Unlike shows, this, this actually makes me want to watch again, because they, they did a time travel episode where they return, and because of their time travel, significant things have changed in the timeline. Oh, okay. And usually that episode is all about how they reset everything back to right. normal, and they got to the end of the episode, and they basically pretty cleanly said, no, we're keeping the changes. Oh, wow. And we're going to have to live in this world now that isn't the way that our world was. Oh, wow. So, like, the one, her... Uh, the person she had been yeah. romantically engaged yeah. with is gone. He died, I guess. No, the, in the old world, he died, or in the world they were in. The last which, time I which watched, one, it, which he one was are you talking about? The, the bearded guy. Um, they had the uh, the deputy, right? The woman, right? Had just been proposed oh, yeah, 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 yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, okay. And she comes back, and he has no relationship with her. It's like, what are you talking about? Uh, we're, we're not... I'm dating this other chick. Oh, wow. And okay. the main sheriff's had been involved with a fellow time traveler who had just been kind of moving away from one person moving towards her Uh comes back and things had worked out with the other person who had never gone away to Australia and instead they were moving in together but the major thing and the the plot point that was very interesting to me is the woman who had been somewhat romantically involved with the um, sheriff the main character had a child who was severely autistic genius comes back and he is completely normal Oh, wow. And she's like, I don't want to leave. Yeah. And it's actually, they actually kind of suspect her of sabotaging their ability to try and reset things. Oh, wow. But because I just met my child. Yeah. Right. For for the the first first time time ever. And they have that plot line. Uh, People who were minor functionaries are now running things. Oh, man. They scrambled them around. Just just all those changes, but the fact that they intend to keep it. They're willing to stick with it. Right. They have the actor who played Gaius Baltar from... uh, Oh, yeah. From Battlestar Galactica playing a role in this and playing it well. Mm, Cool. Wow. Um, I had to get back into that then. I I think I have some saved. Yeah. Check it out because it's going in an interesting direction with it. And it looks like they're going to not hit the big shiny reset button. Yeah. It looks like they're actually going to work their way through these things. And they've set them up so that some of them are very happy with the changes and some of them are very unhappy with the changes. And they put them in a position where they can't tell. They basically say, there's military protocols about this kind of thing because this is Eureka and we plan for these things. And if they find out that we're time travelers, they're going to disappear us. Wow. Yep. So we can't tell anyone about this. We have to try and fit in and figure out what's changed and not give ourselves away. And, again, they're pitted against each other, interestingly, in that some really like the changes, others are neutral, others are, no, I want my life back. Yeah. So lots of fun internal conflict possibilities there. It's like, oh, look, I'm married. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, look at that. I get to deal with that now. And, of course, you, so. can't, you can't really go TV shows without saying True Blood. I mean, oh, yes, I can. True yeah, Blood is awesome. I can, too. Awesome. Well, awesome. I have not seen the latest two. Um, the, well, obviously, the one today hasn't played yet, but I didn't see last week's yet. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. Um, but I, I got a rub scheduled for later, so <laughs> I'm getting a massage. So <laughs> I'm going to go do that because, yay. Okay, that takes us over time for the break. What do you shout got? out. Okay, shout out. To the contest winner. Ah, uh, yes, our art contest month three winner. Month three winner is Majif. 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 On the front page of vtwproductions.com, you will see his artwork, which was entitled, Sorry, Brother. Yes. Um, we will name him MJ. <laughs> And hug him and squeeze him and yes. call him George. George. Exactly. But yes, it's actually really neat. So go on, on our uh, main website and look at the number three or month three contest winner. And there's a link in that story post that links to the month three thread where you can see all the different art submissions and perhaps get involved yourself. Exactly. You are listening, and for some reason you guys are all still tuned in. Wow. Uh, to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. We'll be back right after this action. We have Sean Caster's first ever submission for a content break. Ooh. Yes, we're letting the young ones on the air, people. Brace yourselves. <laughs> What's it called? It is a review of the video game of Ghostbusters. Oh, oh cool. Okay, okay. Coming at you.
Hello everybody, I am Sean Caster, and this is a Casually Hardcore content segment. I'm going to be reviewing the game Ghostbusters, and no, it is, but it isn't a coincidence that the Ghostbusters theme song is my background music. Whatever. Let's keep going. I'm going to give you a brief synopsis. So, you start as the Ghostbusters new rookie recruit. You are the brand new equipment tester, so basically anything that can go wrong will go wrong to you, and you are going to get blown to pieces. Oh boy, have fun. So you're going to start as the rookie, and the first thing you do is let Slimer and another ghost out of the containment unit. Yeah! Oh boy, have fun. So, yes, you let them out, you have to go after them, you get to learn how to catch them. You you start off with your basic stream, with the basic stream you see in the movies, and then as you go, you then get the Boston Darts, you get... Stasis Demon Shock Blast, Slam Ball and Slam Tether, Mensing Collider, and Overload Pulse. I'm going to go through the controls. W, A, S, and D are move. Move your mouse as you're turning, you're looking, and you're aiming. Left mouse button is primary fire. Right mouse button is secondary fire and slamming a ghost when it is in your stasis stream. Space bar is you're jumping, evading, and sprinting like crazy. Yeah, one, equipped your stasis, your bla- bleh, blast stream and Boston darts. Stasis stream and shock blast is two. Three is slime blower and slime tether. Equipments and collider and overload pulses. Four, X is PK meter and paragoggle. Shift is capture stream for non-movable objects. Or inanimate objects, anyways. R is vent your pack. F is store a ghost trap. E is interact and revive your ghostbuster friends and pick up a ghost trap. Escape is your pause and options menu. So, the brief, another bit of the story, Gozer is coming back, apparently, and Evil Chandler, or whatever his name is, is behind it again, even though he's dead, still. Yes, the creep that made Dana Barrett's apartment is back. Oh, boy. Yeah, you have to go to his mansion, fight slime monsters, which is where I am currently, and I can't get past it, because the modes are casual, normal, and expert, and they should be normal, hard, and you're never going to get past the first level. This is hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you go in, you fight, you get your darts, when you fight the Marshmallow Man again, then you go through, you fight the librarian from the first movie. You use the slime tether to bring things towards you, like rocks. You have to move, pull floating rocks together, kind of like rocks in Outland that are floating. Only in Outland, you can't pull them together. Oh, well. Yeah, it's fun. It's annoying. If you don't do things right, you're done. You will lose, and if you're on your own, yeah, you're history. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's the truth. You're history. Yuck. It's not fun. Oh, well. What else should I talk about? Hmm, well, I got a few more. Got a little longer till I'm gonna start talking about the Ghostbusters 3 movie. What else can I give you? Um, let's see. Your busting dart. Your stasis stream is like not. Doesn't have anything to do with freezing. Your shock blast is really, really weird. Good for inbound things. Slime tether, I told you about. Your slime blower neutralizes the black slime that you see everywhere. That black slime opens portals to that monsters and ghosts and that will kill you. Oh boy. Menson Collider gives you a target for your overload pulse. And yeah. So yeah, Gozer comes back. There are buildings around the city that you have to go and defeat the the leader in. 
which stops part of the terminal-like effect that shuttles the ghosts around. I'm sorry for any spoilers, but hey, I'm reviewing the game. Yeah, I haven't completed the game. Oh, great, we're at the end of this Ghostbusters movie. Um, Sigourney Weaver and Annie Potts are still rumored for their parts, and Rick Moranis is not there, and the date, which is kind of annoying. And the date has been pushed back to 20, somewhere in 2012. I've been Sean Caster. Good night. Hello, I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to become a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? If you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. And casually hardcore cruises mightily into their final segment of the week. We have... One last shout-out. A shout-out left over from last. From, from Canthon. Sorry, I'll go fast. Hey, right. Casualties, just wanted to give a shout-out to Total Biscuit for hosting three podcasts in one week. Also, a shout-out to myself, as it's my birthday tomorrow. Oh! Happy birthday! You're happy, happy birthday! Than you've ever been, and now you're even older. Here's hoping that I get more from my friends than a phone call telling me to go F myself. <laughs> and I know they are listening to the podcast. He, he's going to go fish dot, himself? Dot. He's going to go fishing, yes, by yes. himself. <laughs> yep. yeah. With some wild brown trout, yes. 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 So, off we go. Um, yes, Nemesis is trying to commit suicide. Just clean, up, just clean up the blood, Gwen. Sigh. Yeah, I will. Don't worry. But you'll yep. get it in the beer. No, I won't. I'm dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. so, we have our general geekitude section here, fueled by the Casually Hardcore Research Team. Who wants to hit what first, or shall I go first? Go ahead. I'll hit you first. You'll hit me first? Well, nice. that's what you said. <laughs> sitting there. And <laughs> I'm not a big... Uh, DC Comics fan, but there were some preliminary uh, costume. I use the term costume uh, loosely. Pics of the Green Lantern movie put out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, let me give the link to uh, Barry VA to send to you all. Uh, yeah, I saw. They've taken an interesting tack on this. I understand their their desire to get away from you know green spandex, but it's like <laughs> the suit is growing out of the guy. Oh, it's kind of oh. weird looking. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, at least there's no nipples. I mean, it's, it's not like it's not. There's it's, no angry ticks. It's not like the the bat. Oh, you have summoned. <laughs> Good Thanks, lord! Thanks, <laughs> And I have to find the damn thing. <laughs> Um, no, at least there's no like bat nipples like there were in that uh, lovely Batman for Never movie. Um, but it just seems like it seems like a very odd uh, take on the. Yeah, we'll have to see where they go with the origin story and or what the the powers of of the Green Lantern are. And and now angry ticks fire out of my nipples. Yeah, my my thing on this, I've never. I, I won't condemn DC. I've just never been a big fan of their very unbeatable superheroes, Superman, Green Lantern, the ones that have, like, pretty much... If I can imagine it, I can create yeah. it! Yeah, and only the color yellow can stop me. Well, um, no. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time, I really like Ryan Reynolds. Yes, so. I love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> There's yeah. a good chance I will still go see this movie and, you know, give it a shot, but... Uh, the picks, the only pick that I see, though, of the suit on that link is actually the cover of the magazine, though. Yeah. So it's tough to tell 
This is on an Entertainment Weekly magazine. The way it looks there, yeah, it's very almost body latex. Well, if you look at the, at the at the borders between the flesh and the suit, it's like the suit has grown out of his skin. Right, right. It's like okay, interesting take. So, yeah. Well, we're we're seeing things now that like the the cat thing where things can you can get things adhering to right bone at least. So maybe they're talking about a um, it is a part of him. I mean, so. if, if, you, if you admit the it, existence of the Green Lantern Corps and the powers of the Green Lantern Ring, eh, this isn't that much of a stretch. No, no, no. I wish for a suit to grow out of my flesh. No. Ooh, that's snug. Speaking mm-hmm. of bad costume design, have you seen the costumes for Thor? <laughs> yeah, but I blocked them out because oh. Asgardians should not wear PVC. No. It, yeah, they look pretty bad. Um Anthony Hopkins as Odin. He looks facially. He looks good. Yes. He has the big, yes. big hair. The obviously he's missing the eye. Um, he looks good, but their armor looks so cheesy. Like this is not good. No, their not armor good looks at so all. Bad. Yes. It's really bad. It is not choice. It is not choice. And I'm that's that's another one where I've never been a huge Thor fan. I was really hoping they would go the directions of the Ultimates. All right, where Thor is not. For sure, an Asgardian god, he may just be a crazy guy with a magic hammer, which I always like that take on him much more than the whole god take. Uh, so we'll see. But right now, just the costumes alone, I'm like, ooh, this might be a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just on that. Here's hoping it doesn't sabotage the whole Avengers thing. Right, right. Because all the indications are, I mean, there was a lot of hoo ha and up in arms about, oh God, Edward Norton's not going to play Bruce Banner in the Avengers. Oh, okay, oh, oh. um, he's part of an ensemble cast for one thing. So yeah, he was central to the Hulk movie, the Hulk movie, yeah, or the Incredible Hulk, and did a fine job. Um, did a great job. I loved his performance, yeah, especially compared to uh, the Eric previous Donna. one. Yes, <laughs> the. But I don't think the Avengers movie is going to collapse because the the Hulk's presence in that is probably most gonna be, mostly going to be as Hulk. the Hulk, yeah, as CG, the CG character, yeah, not so Bruce the, Banner. So the fact yeah. that we lost uh, Knowlton, if if they were going to jettison one expensive actor, that was not a bad one to choose because he's one, not going to do a lot. Of apparently, he's a little anyway. bit high maintenance on the set. Yeah, and he bits that, and. They need to come in under budget in an ensemble cast. Right. So if, if you're going to pick one of those people, you, you can't really get rid of Tony Stark. No. Because they've kind of built their whole idea of, okay, the success of this film. He's the face around. of the Avengers already. Yeah. I mean, he has to be there. And yeah, the fact they're giving all these people their own movies first, right. which means they're just driving up their prices, especially if their own movies do well. Right. Yeah. So they come, well, I'm assuming they would have. Nailed them with, okay, we're signing you up right now for Thor and the Avengers. We're signing up for the first Avenger and the Avengers. So, you know, whatever deal we strike now, I don't care how good your first movie is, we've locked your price in on your second and third movies. Have a nice day. Exactly, yeah. If they were smart, they definitely would have done that. Now, I have been um, enjoying, I read the iPhone 4 native support for Braille. Did you happen to see that? No. This was in the research thread. And essentially, don't don't watch the YouTube the video because <laughs> it was shot by a blind guy, 
And so it's <laughs> all over the place. Um, That's crazy. Did you not? Um, but basically what he's done is he's um, hooked up his iPhone and it has native support for his Braille reader. So it l- will read out loud all of the choices and options and um, it will also then give him choices of where, you know, as he reads through the Braille reader. Okay. And hook things up. And so it was interesting um, to see this level of kind of accessibility, you know, getting done. Now, this gentleman who I believe, uh, musician and geek, Victor Sarin is blind. He also runs accessi- the accessibility program at Yahoo. So you might say he knows something about using gadgets without actually seeing them. He's hooked up a Braille display controller to the iPhone 4, and this video shows just what he can do with it. Again, I would listen to the video. I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, but it was really cool. And um, using the iPhone 4 like this, you don't touch the big metal antenna, so you shouldn't experience the iPhone hand of death. So this was an article that was sent, um, and I was really intrigued by it. Um, I think that there's a... Uh, if this were to happen and you provide it, for example, with the iPad, the e-readers, things like this, this would solve some of the um, ADA issues associated with e-readers um, and, and colleges. And so the replacement of yeah. textbooks and things like this, they've been really working at. And some of the colleges, um, notably ASU, had tried to... Do the Kindle. Kindle had tried yes. to use a Kindle and, and were shut down. Immediately midstream. got sued yeah. because and they got sued yeah. for ADA violations. Yes, uh, because the, their choices weren't available to the right. um, challenged speakers or challenged readers. Right, so, right. Um, so this is it's interesting uh, to run through the technology and to see it native. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Can you so. imagine how cheap books would be? School books. That'd be great. Well, I mean. And the, one of the things that you'll notice, you guys probably don't know a lot about the textbook industry, but what you've seen since um, I know Doxa's in, um, in college right now, but one of the things that's happened over the years with textbooks is they've gone into this real rat race of trying to replace versions as fast as humanly possible. For no good reason. For no good reason. So yep. that they can make sure that you cannot buy a three-year-old textbook. If you don't you have know. fourth edition, you don't have the right one that this instructor right. is using. Well, and they do it by putting the old editions immediately out of print. So the instructor doesn't have a choice. The instructor has to move to the new edition, and it automatically grinds through another round of every new one has to be purchased new each time for $140. They also give the bookstores financial incentives to buy back and then submit the old editions for destruction. Right. So the students are like, well, I can sell this back to the bookstore for a fraction of what I pay for, but at least I get some money back. Right. Bookstore says, we can sell this back to the publisher for, and we'll get some money because next semester the instructor is going to be using the fourth edition, and this third edition is now worthless to us. So this whole racket of get the old books out of circulation, put the new ones out there at the full price, lather, rinse, repeat, yep. screw the students. <laughs> well, and that's one of the things that this, uh, the transparency, the new Higher Education Act regulations are requiring transparency and things like that. It's not fixing the racket right now. It's just revealing it. But it is revealing it to the student and the parent and the people who are paying the dollars because you're, you are required to post all of your book fees and everything. Now, I believe that goes, that, I believe that went into effect July 1. Um, and so it is a, a requirement, but it is. I, I would love to see ebooks become predominant in education. I mean, grade school just up makes sense. E-readers for everybody. 
I can see a hardened version of the the Kindle for distribution to younger kids, or a ruggedized version. Yeah, right. Like what they did with those laptops and such. Yeah, one laptop built. per child. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had the old uh, Apple had the old eMate, right. which was the educational version of their Newton for schools. Same idea, but just updated. Well, and you look at it and you say, but a Kindle. I mean, we're down to one eighty nine now, and a Kindle can display images. A mm-hmm. Kindle can. So, I mean, the iPod iPad can too, but. I like from a um, just from a cost perspective and a less kind likely of a, to be destroyed. Less likely oh, to be yeah. destroyed perspective. Yeah. Or, I think a hardened Kindle would work. Or it's not the end of the world if it is destroyed. Right. Whereas, yeah, obviously, if your po- price point is higher, uh, the harder you're going to be like kids. <laughs> For the love of God, kids, don't touch the ebook. Don't touch it. Yes. Yeah, just look at it from over here. Please Let's don't read your ebook. Turn the pages with your mind. <sighs> so. I'm losing my brain. Um. So there was a quick announcement. This is a series of games that has a very loyal following, but you don't hear much about, which is the Oddworld games. Oh, God. Oddworld. And they have announced that they are making another one. Oddworld Inhabitants Incorporated. Exactly. And they, those have... I've played a couple of them, and they were really, puzzle games. really well done. Great They're, sense of humor in yeah, those games. Yeah, great sense of humor. But unfortunately, they didn't get quite as much mainstream press. But like I said, I know uh, a mutual friend of ours, Intrep, on, in our Wild Guild, he loved those games. I mean, just played them nonstop. And I've talked to other people that had that same just love for them. So it's good to see that that... Uh, uh, World is still going to continue, and we'll it's, still. It's see. been taken over by another studio. Just have uh, water. Yeah, exactly. Jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, did you guys take the nerd rage quiz? I did. Mm, I did not. I did not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I took it. I came out to being slightly like the one up from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Slightly yeah, rage. You're calmer. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly rage. Slightly rage. So. It is pretty funny, and they do have some embedded videos describing yeah. the type of nerd rage that you might be experiencing. Um, nerd Berserker was pretty funny. Yeah. It's, yeah those and were so, good. definitely worth a little look. Um, and it's, you know, I it's think it would be funny. Answer honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, touching on some of the stuff we touched on a little earlier when we were talking about the, oh my god, Thor. Um, yeah. One of the links that the research team came up with was from Cinematical, and the article was titled, excuse me, Is Marvel Losing Fan Goodwill? Right. Right. And they go into the, it's a very interesting take on the the fandom and how unpredictable we are. And he does a good job of listing a lot of the changes that were made to previous Marvel products projects where the fans are like meh whatever yeah and then along comes the we're not going to use Edward Norton as Bruce Banner and this author who pays attention to the industry expected to be just another meh whatever and instead it was a complete crap storm of oh god you're ruining the Avengers and the author was making the statement of I who have worked in this industry for years cannot predict with any accuracy, when the fans are going to not care, right. and when the fans are going to massively overreact. What an interesting fan base you have, oh, yeah. oh comic book creations. Um, well, but he's also talking about the fact that, that you know, it's the same energy that fueled the Captain America's casting, but also then that fans don't really 
understand great casting choices. Like, you know, Heath Ledger is the Joker, Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. There was Wailing and National Teeth ahead of those. Right. And then they came out and people went, oh my God. It's honestly the the best ever. It's all a matter of... that performance of Heath Ledger. Whether the actor can deliver. Right. It really, absolutely. People get stuck on whatever, whatever the actor did most recently, stuck in their heads. Like, oh, broke back Batman? What? No, (laughs) God, no. And then... His final performance or second to last performance on the screen is this freaking storm of amazement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, you could make the same argument at Adrian Brody and Predators right now. Right. Who's completely unexpected action hero. Yes. Yeah. Well, same thing with Edward Norton, though. Right. Yeah. 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 I, when he when he was, they were first doing him, I was like, ew, really? The Hulk? See, I had I a lot of faith in Edward Norton just because I've seen him in so many yeah. diverse roles and he has sold every one of them. He's a he's a great actor, and same yeah. thing with Heath Ledger. I mean, I understand Brokeback Mountain. It's well, that's, what, that's what was fresh in people's He got minds. he got nominated for an Academy Award for the role, right? I mean, yeah. he, he can yeah. act good, yeah. so yeah. obviously he can he's, act well. He, yeah. can, he acts good. He acts <laughs> he's done good. real he good. <laughs> so I mean, there's that, and same thing with Edward Norton. I mean, he was great in smaller, uh, not smaller roles, but smaller movies. Round, mm-hmm. Rounders is a really good example. Rounders. Yeah. Death to Smoochie, yeah, Fight Death Club. To I mean, yeah. These to are Booyah. great, great job. You know what? Is American History X. Yeah. I mean, What's did. the one where he was the crazy dude and the the priest and? Oh, him and um, yeah, he, ah. he was the priest and was the rabbi's best friend. So you somebody? Oh, Ben Stiller it, was. Yes, it? yes. Yeah. Um, one of the few Ben Stiller movies I can actually watch. Um, God, what the hell was that movie? Oh, they were they were like the dream team of of religions, and it was. I can't remember the name of the film. It was really yeah, good because it, it, yeah. it was the play between you had the rabbi, you had the Catholic priest, and then you had the love interest. But it was a love triangle between the three oh, of them. Okay. And, of course, the rabbi was free to pursue her. And the, uh, and the Catholic priest was not. And it was a really... Interesting. Yeah, it was, a, it was funny. Funny but in it parts, was, but it was also really serious underpinnings yeah. of lots of really emotionally grinding God, moments. What was that, man? Can't so, remember the name of so the squeaker is is screaming over there. Uh huh. For me, see, someone to come get her. Yeah. I go pick her up, put her in my arms, bring her in here so she can continue her watch fest. And she took thirty seconds and fell asleep. Completely well, and she was asleep over there too. That's why I left her there. Mm-hmm, not yeah. anymore. No. And then she was <laughs> crying. Did you hear her crying? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, parenthood. And now she's sleeping, but she's got her hands in fists. Down at her sides. Is she I sleeping? will she break is, you I all. am tough. Yeah. Oh, Keeping my the faith. Goodness. The faith, yeah. Keeping the faith. Keeping the faith was the name of the was, film. Yes. Very good. Yeah. That's what it was called. I'm, I am not a very Too big funny. Ben Stiller fan. I liked him in that role. But I was more I was more entertained by Ed Norton. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad at all. No. <laughs> I, can't, I can't scrub, like, you know, Dodgeball out of my head. <laughs> Dodgeball was funny. Good. Dodgeball <laughs> was good, except the bits with Ben Stiller. In oh no! Yeah, and Green no God man makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> and I, and I will have to agree with you, Noam, that my least favorite parts did have Ben Stiller in it. The the other parts were great. The cringeworthy bits with him and the female lead and the socks and yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it just it was too. <laughs> Two, it was two Ben Stiller. Sorry. Like embarrassing. Yeah. My favorite one was Chaz. Was his, his name Chaz, the announcer? Yes. Oh, yeah. 
on ESPN 8, <laughs> the Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally believable that, uh, that ESPN would reach that point. Yeah. In the future. <laughs> they have like ESPN a scroll on, the scrolls on like water skis going by on the promo for it. Yep. Huh? Like, this is awesome. the level we've reached. Uh, and this is the network that Dodgeball would yes. be on. Yeah, of course. Jenna Elfman is in there, too. Yep. This is uh, Bryn Ha has whispered the movie is keeping the faith, so I didn't yeah. yep. yeah. it. Um, Where and, am I, uh, well, yeah. If you don't stay, how else am I going to deal with all this treasure? Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk as the pirate. The pirate. Yeah, the yeah. pirate. Like Dan the Pirate or something. Yeah. We had another, another interesting individual with an interesting character name show up at very late at the dance party as we're standing by the forge having resurrected ourselves. Um, it is uh, LF Doc's Van. Looking for Doc's Van. <laughs> wow. Just showed up wow. at the dance party. Free candy. And is dancing That's... with me. So you have Doc Dead Bait and Looking for Doc's Van. Dancing next to each other, two little pink-haired gnome chicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a wonderful note to end our week on. Screenshot or it didn't <laughs> happen. SS or it didn't happen. You have been listening, and God knows why you've lost another two hours of your life to yeah. this episode of Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Radio has many fine shows, which you should check out at vtwproductions.com. Returning in August will be the Emperor's Court. We are looking forward to that. He had to push it back to August 14th, sadly, because he's married now and has lots of responsibilities. Yes, he does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Check out 20 for Tea and Octail and Hordak versus the world, along with The World Strikes Back. No? No. No. Not so much. Not so much. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Eyelight. I've been Grail. I've been Gwenora. And I've been Dexa. And we are... Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.